This is your Access All Areas Pass to In Her Head, a real and raw look under the hood at what really goes on in the mind and how to navigate and approach everyday situations, challenges and decisions so you can say what you mean and mean what you say, the modern lead her way. Hey, hey, here we are again. Um, do apologise if you can hear. The quality is not as good as it usually is. It's because it's raining. It's been raining all day. I can't get away from that sound in the background. So please bear with. Um, I'm going to do it anyway and hope the best. So we have basically been talking about thinking about our thinking, thinking out loud, waking up to the voice in our head and as we do this we might be quite shocked by what we hear by what we find and I want you to know that that's okay (laughs) it's perfectly normal and also what I want you to do is really ask yourself whose voice is it because here's the thing if you're thinking about your thinking who's thinking the thoughts right and here's the thing our brain is absolutely phenomenal in terms of how it works it is like the world's most super computer so far nothing has outsurpassed our brain as yet and in the depths of your subconscious brain i.e you're not necessarily aware of it day to day But in there are memories, not just of your experiences and the people that you've come across, whether they were pleasant experiences or not so, but all the things that were said to you when you were younger. If it created an emotional charge at the time, like it made you feel angry or it made you feel shame or it made you feel joy even, it's likely that your brain stored it as vital information. And sometimes, if you heard it over and over again, outside of you, the chances are it's going to be looping in your brain too. Now, let me just give you an example of this, right? I was out with a friend last night, and this is where this came up from. I was talking to her about the work that I do, and I was getting really passionate about how I believe that if someone is facing conflict with a relationship at work, say their line manager or a member of their team, and they're experiencing maybe a lack of confidence or they're questioning their value or their worth at work, I believe that when we can get that person really grounded and centred in who they are, what value they bring, what gifts, strengths, talents they have naturally, and they start to embody that in the workplace unapologetically, then those dynamics in those relationships will shift. Okay, so I was talking about this, and it was prompted by a conversation I'd had um, the previous day, and I got really passionate, and she was like nodding along in all the right places. And then as I kind of brought the sentence to a close, I noticed myself contract and kind of make this face. And she said to me, what just happened there? Because you seem like you're apologising for all that great stuff that you just said. And you know what? The prominent thought in that moment that I shrank was pipe down. Don't get too big for your boots. Who do you think you are? They were the thoughts. And you know what? 
they were the voice of my dad. And I love my dad. And if he heard this, he would be mortified. And I don't want him to ever feel bad about it. But the reality is, I was told that or a version of that enough times when I was younger, or I heard it about other women, and I internalised it, and my brain stored it. And every now and again, when my brain thinks I need to be kept in check to keep safe, right, to not put myself too far out there, just in case I get knocked down a peg or two, it reminds me in the shape of my thoughts. Now, I have recognised many people from my past in my thoughts, and it's really hard at the beginning to differentiate yourself from those voices. But it's a really good exercise to do to start to just go, oh, gosh, yeah, I see where that came from. Like I said, I love my dad. He was doing the best he could with what he had as a young father of two girls when, let's face it, he wanted boys. (laughs) And I'm sure I was too much for him many times throughout my child life. And, you know, I would have heard that and it would have affected what I did next. And you know what? The sad thing is that it still affects me today. So this was a safe conversation I was in with a very good friend. And thankfully, she called me out on it. She recognised that something shifted in me in that moment. And whereas before, when I was in my passion, when I was in my grounded in what I know to be true about my work and the power of it, there was still that little niggling doubt that actually showed itself at the end of that sentence. And thankfully, because I'm aware enough of what is going on, I was able to put a finger on it straight away. So this is a practice as well. It's not something necessarily that I've been able to do straight away. At first, it was really hard for me to think about my thinking. I remember a health coach of mine saying to me, you know, when you're reaching for sweet treats, what are you thinking? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just like getting food in my mouth. Like a I'm I'm almost, in my mind, I think I am unconscious at the time. Well, I am unconscious until I wake up to what is actually going on beneath the surface in my mind. And there are plenty of thoughts going on when I'm reaching for the sweet treats. And that's another conversation for another day. But just to give you a couple of examples of where you can really start to go, oh, Maybe that's not my voice after all. So see how that lands. Try it on for size. Let me know if you come across any revelations as you do this work. And um, in the meantime, I will catch you again tomorrow. Take care.